You're listening to the show that talks about stuff the others can't, don't, or won't. The Drew Marshall Show on Joy 1250. Folks, a little number there from Tal Backman, good buddy of the show. We're going to have Tal on again real soon. Have a listen. Man, I love this tune. Schmaltzy, but I love it. been uh, back and forth with Tal a little bit lately because, as many of you know, I spent uh, December in Israel uh, filming a little uh, documentary called Journey to Christmas, and uh, they're wanting to film another one called Journey to Easter, and uh, they were, uh, well, those folks were talking to Tal about maybe joining that production. I would have loved for Tal to have been with me in Israel. That would have been Why a great hang. scamming on this one? Great hang. Show up um, with some Easter eggs or I something. I don't think they want me back. Well, what if you bring Laura Secord Easter eggs? Those are good ones. <laughs> I don't think they want me back. Right. It's a CTS kind of theme. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Once and then, what the heck did we think? Yes. Like, what were we thinking? You would have figured they did it the first time, right? Anyway, uh, Tal, very interesting story. You know, used to be a Mormon, uh, Mormon elder and uh, family Mormons, and uh, walked away from it. Yeah. Left, left the faith. Had a pretty excellent spot in the uh, religious yeah, he had a very, very quick interview in Bill Maher's movie, uh, Religious. So, anyway, let me just start off by saying I like this lady. I've said it nine times already today. A previous guest on our show, and Yvette and I have kept in touch over the last few years. Uh, recently, Yvette shared uh, with me her plans to locate the Canadian National Office of Scientology into a state-of-the-art retreat center located right up near where I live. Yvette is the president of Canada's Church of Scientology, and there was a big article in the local paper, in the banner, um, big fella there, not a big fella, some guy standing out by the uh, their location with a sign, you know, warning people that this is what's happening. And What did the sign say? I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember. I just remember it hit the news, and, and I phoned the paper and said, so has there been any response? Anybody? Uh, he said, no, surprisingly, no, no one's, uh, no one's Freaking called. Freaking out about nobody, it. Uh, right. no, apparently nobody cares. That's that's very Canadian of us not to care, but they, some people do. I think care. Did they freak out when the Dairy Queen went in too? <laughs> yes, they did. When the Dairy Queen moved, there was more protests. Really, Yvette, you'd be happy to know that when Dairy Queen in Orangeville moved off of Highway 10 and went over near the bypass, there was more protest about that than uh, the Scientology headquarters moving into our neighborhood. How do you feel about that? That sounds fine to me. <laughs> I don't expect any protests, really. Well, that's good. We've been meeting so many nice people in this area. We're quite impressed with the people. And, of course, I was raised on the farm, so I'm used to that kind of lifestyle. And we love it out here. It's, uh, it gives us a lot of freedom from the hustle and bustle of a big city, so to speak. So tell us about this center. Okay, well, it's going to be... It's set up to service the Scientologists who want to come for advanced training. And what, advanced training, what does that mean? Advanced training, this is higher levels than what our Toronto church would deliver, for example. Okay. Okay. And uh, then, of course, there's the counseling. We call it auditing, which comes from the word audio, which means to listen. Um, and the counseling is 
again a higher level than what you deliver what we would deliver in a Toronto church and do you, do you have to sort of qualify to get that training do you have to be at a certain point in the in the church yes there are we, what we call a bridge towards a uh, spiritual freedom so yeah, there are steps to take as you move along right and at what level let's say you know a rookie is number one and and uh, and you're number ten uh, what level do you kind of need to be at in order to come to this uh, this facility? Um, Maybe a six or seven, something like that. No, there's a there's a state called clear, which means you have attained um, a state whereby you don't have your reactive mind, so to speak. That's very well acclaimed in Dianetics, modern, modern science of mental health, which you can pick up at most libraries, right? And you can buy it in a bookstore. But that explains how the mind works. So you have a very good understanding then of what it would mean to be clear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us about the actual center, what it's going to look like. Give me, give me. you know, obviously we can't uh, look at the model ourselves. So, yeah. I, but I've heard, so, I, and I've actually seen a sort of, I guess, maybe an architect's impression or mm-hmm. uh, whatever they do these days with computers on your website. And, boy, it looks pretty fancy schmancy. It's going to be fancy schmancy. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. And it's so representative of Canada. And this is the thing that I like the most about it because it will attract a lot of people from all over the place, all over the world, I would think. Anybody who wants to come and experience Canada, you know, mm. in all its um, different, in, in its four seasons, you know. How many centers will there be around the world that are like this, similar to this? Well, we have one in England, South Africa, Mexico, Los Angeles, Denmark, Australia. Canada, and then, of course, we have our Mecca in Florida. Oh, I didn't know the Mecca was in Florida. Yep. Okay. So will it be very similar to those? You talked about eight, I think, in total. Will it be very similar to those, or will it be different in some way, other than the Canadian feel? The programming will be the same? The programming will be the same, but the the character given to the place will be different. Right. Definitely going to have a Canadian flavor. And... um, and you've had no nobody contact you at all and say, look, we, we don't want you here? No, we've had nothing of that. When people get to know us and they understand what Scientology is, and I'm just going to tell you just a little bit, of Scientology is a wisdom of how to free and heal the human soul. That is what Scientology is, kind of like if I wanted to put it in a little bit of a summary. So anybody who then comes and finds out what Scientology really is, what we're like, and we have so many uh, social betterment activities that we get involved in and with others as well. We, have, we make a lot of friends. They get to know us. They like us, and we work together because I think that in today's world, it needs a helping hand. So by working together in the community, we can make this a better world, and that's what I like to do. We have uh, our, our human rights education, which is international, and it's I'll show it to you when I see you. But it's the best human rights education I've seen yet. Then we have our drug education, our literacy program. We have drugs, drug and criminal reform, mental health reform, and volunteer minister international disaster relief. Yvette, I don't want anybody taking this sound bite the wrong way. Okay. I think you just said we have drugs. Oh, no. Okay. We have drug education. Because that would go against what Tom Cruise said. On, uh, you know, he's not big on the, on the psychiatric drugs. No, he's not, nor no. am I. No. But drug and criminal reform, we do have. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, how has it gone receiving official recognition as a religion in Canada? I know that's been a hard battle. No, we're recognized as a religion. There's no okay. doubt to the relig- religiosity of Scientology. We're dealing with you as a, a spiritual being, not the body. Of course, you have a body, mm-hmm. but you are the spiritual being. But have you received that the, the federally registered charity for tax purposes? We don't have charity as, as yet, Okay. but we'll get it. Okay. But uh, we're recognized as a religion, without a doubt. Right, right. You know, um, you and I were—we've we, spoken a couple times, and uh, and you sent me a lovely email that I went over this morning, and I I, I agreed with so much that was said in there. And, yes. and the first thing I've got to say to you is, it must be, uh, I guess, almost exhausting and frustrating for you to constantly have to battle against uh, negative press. Right. Yeah, it's not pleasant because. What I find with the, 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 the press people who come to us with already their story is written, really. Mm-hmm. So they're not interested in really find on, finding out what you are, who you are, and what you do. They really are not. And uh, I had talked to somebody from CBC fairly high up, and I basically asked him, I said, are you interested in the truth? He flat out said no. Really? That's right. So I thought, okay. It's obvious, actually, Yeah. <laughs> because they do not. You know, I've never seen um, some of these media, the, the supposed, um, I don't know, investigative-type reporting. It's not investigation. It's, it's ridiculous. It's yellow journalism is what it is at its best, you know. How... Um how has it been in Canada ever since, you know, the remember the big raid in the early 80s uh, where people, you know, Scientologists were convicted of doing bad stuff? Mm-hmm. How has it been recovering from that PR nightmare? Very well. We have, you know, because I was a handful that did that. Uh, I was, I've been in Scientology since 1968, mm-hmm. and I've seen things done sometimes. That was, if not Scientology, you have to be able to look at it and say, well, that is not what our founder said to do. So those who did anything that was not okay, well, they've had to pay the price. So I wish I could say that every one of us, 100%, everybody is perfect. Yeah. You know? Well, look, I mean, all you have to do is, and this is a discussion I've had with many people who I have normal discussions with about faith or what's uh-huh. going on in our community or whatever. And, uh, you know, how do we feel about the uh, National Headquarters of Scientology being in our backyard? How do we feel about that? Well, I don't know. And then we think about it, we talk about it. And one of the things comes up and says, well, well, I think actually in, in that article uh, in the Toronto Star, which uh-huh. I, I don't think you were a fan of. Were you a fan of that article? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Although they did something good. Okay. Apparently today I haven't seen it yet, but they did put a picture of our volunteer ministers in Japan. Oh, good. So I thought, well, okay. Well, here's the quote. Um, the article mentioned how the faith, which both celebrity followers like Tom Cruise, John Travolta, is often accused of exploiting its followers for financial gain and criticized for its controversial beliefs, mm-hmm. including its public rejection of uh, psychiatry. Now, mm-hmm. let's go back on that for a second. Often accused of exploiting its followers for financial gain. Mm-hmm. Have you been to a Pentecostal church lately? I haven't been to a Pentecostal church. Well, I don't think we're any different than other well, churches. Well, this is this is what all. this is what I'm saying. Yeah. There are many churches, and I'm not put, putting all Pentecostal churches in the same boat, but I am saying there seems to be a higher 
ratio of charismatic Pentecostal churches mm -hmm. that are really into the name it and claim it prosperity doctrine, and they sell hope and they make money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So for all the Jesus people out there who are going to get all, you know, they get their panties in a knot about you guys <laughs> moving up into our neck of the woods, number one, exploiting its followers for financial gain, maybe we could look at the Catholic Church as well. Yeah. Yeah. Criticize for its controversial beliefs. Well, before the Jesus people point the finger, have a look at what you actually believe. There's some weird stuff there. Yeah. Well, I have uh, two of my family members, my, my sister and brother, are born again. And uh, we get along fabulously. I love them to bits. They love me a lot because, of course, I'm the oldest of the family and they're big sisters. So, you know, they respect my beliefs and I respect theirs. And we have a great deal in common sometimes where, you know, we, we see where um, the planet is headed. There are, there's troubles on this planet that we can actually all work together mm -hmm. to make it a better place. There's no need for anyone of no matter race, color, creed, to be fighting each other. But I think, oh. Yvette, I think when people, again, we're talking about yeah. the national headquarters being built uh, over in Hockley Valley, which is close mm -hmm. to Orangeville, Caledon area, the, the local people may think, well, geez, are they going to be walking up and down the streets of Orangeville trying to recruit? Nope. They can come and visit us. We will have facilities for the community. It will be open to our community and... As you know, we have the Bruce Trail that goes through our property that will remain intact, mm -hmm. unmoved, and it will be access accessible to all who want to walk to walk it, right? Right. So it's... Uh, so you're telling me that if I... Well, me being nobody, not me being Drew Marshall... <laughs> uh, well, hold on. I am nobody. But, uh, you know, you, no, no. we are we already know each other, right? So yeah. uh, if, if person X drives into your property and says, Hey, I heard uh, Scientology uh, folks are here. Can I have a look around? There'd be no problem. No. I see, see, that's a lot different yeah. than the Japanese Cultural Center that got built on 136, I think is the name of the road, just south of Orangeville. And when that got put in, the uproar and the outrage <laughs> uh, was uh, tremendous. And all the Christians were were uh, crying that here's this Japanese cult, uh, you know, this cult kind of uh, uh, going to be uh, built here. And we're, what do they do? What do they do? And they're all secret, et cetera, et cetera. Uh -huh. And I... Last time you and I talked, we talked about trying to find emergency accommodation yes. for some young girls who had been victims of human trafficking. Yes. And I drove around a 50-kilometer radius, stopping in at a variety of places, including the Japanese Cultural Center. Yes. And you were one of the very few people that called me back and went to work and found, you know, did as much as you could yes. to find accommodation for these girls. The Japanese Cultural Center wouldn't even open the gate and spoke to me through an intercom. Wow. Well, we wouldn't do that. Not at all. We are part of the community. We love our community. And, uh, no, you'd be welcome. See, this is this is a thing I think we, we've we got to bring. Look, obviously, I'm not trying to get all crazy kumbaya on, on us here because, Yvette, you and I have foundational differences in beliefs. I, I don't believe certain things that you believe and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But I'm still coming to your shindig tonight. I know. That's awesome. What is going on tonight, by the way? It's the founder, L. Ron Hubbard. It's his 100th anniversary. And will he be there? No. Now, come on, you know but what I mean. But in, in spirit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. So who, who's coming to this event, other than, you know, big people like me? Well, their old Chief Harmon Labarge, well, he's now the retired chief of police for York Region. Mm -hmm. and is, is he a Scientologist? 
No. Okay, so they're just community supporters. That's right. We work together. We work a lot with the uh, York Regional Police. We work a lot with the Toronto Police. They know some of our campaigns and they use it mm-hmm. because our drug education program, just as an example, we have the best uh, drug education program I have seen. It gives you tools, videos of the guys who've been there. I'm not a, I've never been a drug addict. I've been an aspirin taker at one point. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I can hardly speak, you know, to young people and say, hey, I've been there. I can't know. But we have these excellent videos that really explain to youth what drugs are and what they do. It doesn't tell them don't do it. Yeah. But I can assure you after you've listened to all of it and you've seen and heard their stories, you're not likely to do it. And every area we have worked in that way, there is a lessening of drug uh, uh, decrease in drug use. What did you think about that article in the New Yorker that Paul Haggis did? Right. Well, we, we know him as a as a uh, he's a producer, I think, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Tim, a producer, writer, producer, writer. Pro- what yeah. was it? What were his big movies? Crash. Crash. He wrote, and, uh, um, he just directed well, the um, one with Clint Eastwood, the boxing movie. Mm-hmm. Um, was that Million Dollar Girl? Yeah, yeah, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Paul uh, did an interview in New Yorker magazine and uh, was talking about, I guess, if I understand things right, he did a split. He was a longtime member, 30 years or something like that, but he split from uh, Scientology because somebody up in the uppity-ups in Scientology disagreed with Prop 8, which Prop 8, I think, was allowing uh, same-sex marriage in California, correct? Right. And he wasn't happy about that, so he split? Yeah, I guess so. That's the reason he gave. Right. You know, you have a right. You can. I have friends that are gay, just so you know. I love them, and uh, they're Scientologists, and I have not seen that to be a problem. But so, but see, this might be news for some Christians that mm-hmm. Scientologists uh, don't agree with same-sex marriage, I or the, the organization. We don't get into that particular aspect of it because that gets political. Right. But if a, if somebody who's gay who wants to come into the Church of Scientology and get some help, they can get help just like everybody else. It is a human right. We don't get into the political aspect of it all, because there is a politi- political aspect to it. Right. Okay. But but uh, this I guess this leader from Scientology did get into the political aspect of it by, by supporting... Uh, right. You know the uh, the uh, against same sex marriage prop eight situation. So, right. I guess well, that was probably an, an unfortunate move. Is that, that how was, you look at it? That's right. It was not. It's not. That doesn't mean that it's now the entire church, and that's our stand. Right. Because we do believe in human rights first and foremost. Are you going to hire people from Orangeville to help out at the facility, or are they all sort of your own people? Well, there are Scientologists who join. Uh, a particular organization that deals that, you know, it's not quite the average Scientologist, really. Mm-hmm. We do uh, take a vow. So, no, but I mean, are you are you going to be high, like cleaning staff or grounds people or whatever to, to take care of the new facility in Hockley Valley? Or will that be just regular community people, you know, offering jobs, or they, do they need to be Scientologists to work there? It'll be our own people. Your own people. Yeah. Right. yeah. But that doesn't mean that we won't have a lot of business created for the community around us because it will bring a lot of people in you know there'll be people that'll want to go skiing if they come in the winter time and so on you know right so it'll attract a lot of uh, people so when tom comes i could maybe take him out for a pint absolutely okay i will make sure you do (laughs) (laughs) he's a nice guy you know i'm sure he is i'm (laughs) sure he is and i've met john travolta too and he's 
such an awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, social justice, when people start hooking into that and start putting their money where their mouth is, like filling up their plane, mm-hmm. their private plane, with all sorts of great uh, medical stuff needs, or you know, and flying it to wherever, and getting off their celebrity butts, and instead of just ponying up some dough, but getting their hands dirty, getting yep. their fingernails dirty, you yep. win you win a bit of respect from me. Yeah, that's John. Yeah. That's our JT. JT. Mm-hmm. I have my own JT, James Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, Yvette, I appreciate your time. Thank you for filling us in on this, uh, this uh, new endeavor. When will it be completed? When will the opening be for the new headquarters in Hockley Valley? Well, it's still in the planning stages. Okay. So probably in a few months' time I'll have a better idea. Okay. But I'll for sure let you know. You will be invited at a grand opening, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And Tim, I'll take you for a personal tour. Oh, I appreciate that. All right. I appreciate that. All right, Yvette, thank you very much. We're going to open up the phone lines and ask ask listeners, as I, I told you we are going to do the same, we're going to ask listeners how they would feel if the Scientology headquarters landed in their backyard. And it's just a part of it. I know there's positive things. I know there is. Mm-hmm. But I want to know how people feel about this and why they feel the way they do. Right. So we're going to open up the phone lines. We'll have a little chat, and we'll see where it goes. Okay. And we'll see you later tonight. Absolutely. Thanks, Yvette. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.